The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Winners and sinners on the hard shoulder. Yes, Keith Watch is with me, the writer and broadcaster, Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. Alison, congratulations on your JNLR listenership figures. Everybody outside the radio industry going, what are they talking are about? They? But it matters to us. Did it make the front page of the papers this time around? Sometimes it does, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. on a slow news week. <laughs> and congratulations yeah, to you as well. Yeah, photos of Pat Kenny with arrows beside him, you know? It's usually Pat, actually. His arrow is definitely going up. Oh, they don't even know what colour to put his arrow in. They it don't. is such an upward trajectory these days. Same for you, though, so congratulations. Thank you very much. So do you refer to your good books now as Pat Kenny books? Oh, yeah, we've got a Pat Kenny yeah. book. Oh, we had a Pat Kenny <laughs> we book. We had a Pat Kenny <laughs> Well done, um, guys. Well done. Thank you. I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. Uh, who's your winner of the week, Alison? I used to work Me? in radio. No, <laughs> yeah, you're, still <laughs> working. you're still working in radio, Keith. I work in you're radio. You're working right now, aren't I work you? in radio. You this do is everything. Work. Your list of jobs is... I do uh, half an hour of everything. <laughs> yeah. How do you decide? When people say, what do you do? What's your answer now? Well, I was just thinking about writer, broadcaster. I was like, I should probably change that, you know. Uh, I, I don't. I just do whatever. I, I just say I just do whatever All just do around comes her. along, you know. And then if I enjoy stuff, stuff it, some, some things stay and something. What takes up most time of the week? Probably the podcasting stuff. Okay. Uh, so I work with, uh, um, I'm going to tell you now, uh, yeah. the ETB, so Education Training Board. And there's the one in uh, in Mayo, Sligo, Leitrim, MSL ETB. And they put courses together. So... I've collaborated with them. We put a course together for people in work who want to learn how to podcast and it can be for their business or it can be for their brand or if they're an influencer, if yeah. they've got like a yoga teacher, I'll do the course with them and it's a six-week course and it's accredited. So it's a, it's a level five accreditation. Oh, very good. So I've been developing over the last while. So that'll kick off with the MSL ETB in around March or April. And will you get to go over there and deliver the course? Yeah, so I'll do a couple of them in, in IRL and then some of them on Zoom, but it's free Basically. It's IRL. So oh, wow. In real life. Oh. So, That's and, cool. And it's, if you're in work and you want to do it, it's free. Because it's it's a government... Um, oh. It's a government thing. Uh, there, was a, there was a thing about getting people, skill, upskilling people who are out of work. And then mm. people who are in work were saying, well, we'd like to upskill as well. Yeah. So the government set up the ETBs around the country. And yeah, that's there for people if you want to have a look at your local ETB. That's nice. Yeah. Which uh, campus are you going to be doing it on? How... Oh, so I'll do one in Mayo and one in Sligo and uh, the people of Leitrim can just come along or, you know, so so it'll be central but people from all over the country can come along. It'd be a bit much to f- expect you to do it in Leitrim as well, wouldn't it? I'd love to go. Lovely to, trip. Yeah, Lovely Leitrim. Leitrim. You wade in in your wellies. I'm from Longford so sell, I mean, we sell, look up at Leitrim. Sell land by the gallon in Leitrim. It's so <laughs> Leitrim wet. Leitrim is a dream, you know. Lovely <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> if someday, son, you might be able to move to Leitrim, things go well for you. So um, if you ever want a podcast, you know, hit me up. All right. Thanks. I can go over to... Yeah. And I can do it remotely and I can do it for free. Exactly. (laughs) Win-win. Alison, who is your winner of the week? Andrew Porter. Okay. Yes. Um, He... Full Contact is the Six Nations documentary on Netflix from last year, 2023. And each episode focuses on a player or two of teams and he's episode three I think uh, he's the focal point of the Irish team and he's brilliant so he's a young guy mm-hmm. um, and he talks very openly about mental health which I think is a really good thing for someone in his position to do a kind of a generous thing because his whole attitude is like well people are going to find out about it I might as well frame it my own way 
And if I can help people, I will. So his story is, if people don't know, his mom passed away from cancer when he was 12. And his dad, he really looks up to and loves so much and admires. He's very close to his sisters. And he gives him credit for everything, basically, keeping things afloat. And uh, he had disordered eating and mental health depression when he was younger. And rugby really helped him. And he talks very openly about it. So... He seems He's a, a cool likable, guy. very likable fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's weird? Sorry, when you see photos of when he's younger, pre all the when the tattoos are building up on anyone, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, that was before, and now he's just <laughs> now he's literally just the article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Paul O'Connell before he was kind of like. I mean, when he started playing on the Irish team, he had a bit of hair or whatever. Yeah, but then when you see him later and he's gotten a little bit bigger, the head yeah. shape, he's just like that's the finish. Like that's, that's that was like his yeah, final the form. Finish, kind yeah, of, yeah, the Hulk has yeah, yeah. But I like how he talks in this. I mean, it's brilliant to watch anyway. Full contact is amazing. And I'm on episode five or six. I think there's eight in total. But I like how he talks about the camp and like the shift. And Keith and I were talking about this before we came to air. Like the shift in culture in the camp in, in, you know, no jerks, basically. And, you know, encouraging talking about mental health. And, you know, Andrew's very much about the family and bringing them on to the pitches before the game so that, you know, the players are more relaxed and things like that. So I like hearing all of that. I'm going to be in trouble for saying this. I don't think Finn Russell came across as well. Ah, no, you won't get in trouble. Yeah, I don't don't think. I think people would go, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's gas. I yeah. think there's um, um I think I said it before there's an authenticity thing energy and that's like a very high frequency so you like you get it off people so you yeah. go yeah that guy's good mm, not sure about that guy don't know why yeah. but uh, whatever way he's phrasing what anyway, he's saying anyway it's really worth, well worth watching but he's a really good guy and uh, it's great to see somebody talking about uh, their dad as a positive role yeah. model and themselves being so open and honest and yeah. vulnerable as a man mm-hmm. and also being so tough because we talk about like this masculinity idea and you know I'm not really sure it's helpful to talk about masculinity and what we should and shouldn't be doing as men I think we can mm. kind of just do whatever we, we want and, and that's the point you know there were areas for improvement which we can see happening I think generation for oh, generation yeah. and this but is a good it doesn't, have to be one of, it doesn't have to be the rugby player or the guy who talks about his feelings yes, yes. is my point yeah. but do you not think when you say any, you don't think it's helpful to talk about masculinity, what do you mean by that? Because I think a lot of men talk about, oh, well, we have all these traits, you know, strength and bravery and, you know, we're, you know, we, we, we've... We're uh, warriors, Keith. We're war- and yeah. like, no, there's lots of women who have strength and bravery and it's, the, they're, they're just not, um, they're not just so masculine. Do you, but do you, leave, do you believe masculinity is a contrived concept? Yes. yes. 100%. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed throughout history. No, it totally has. You but guys it's... used to wear high heels and wigs and now... Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, How did you see hey. those pictures? Yeah, come, come on. on. Alison, please, we asked, you, we asked you not to share that detail. How did you get them? Um, uh, no, yeah, why no. I, why I, well, the reason I asked it, so we kind of did a, an item earlier in the week uh, and we were talking to Holly Carpenter and Dermot Ling um, about it. So it, it kind of flew under the radar. So it was this survey in the UK about different generations, right? Mm-hmm. And and it was that uh, genera- each kind of generation is more progressive and liberal than the generation before. So that's kind of baby boomers, turn into Gen X. Gen X turns into Millennials. Millennials turn into Gen Z. Mm. But then in Gen Z, there's actually a split. And what happens is that, uh, so this is kind of, today's teenagers uh, and kind of into early 20-somethings, the women and girls are more progressive and liberal and the boys have gone shooting up the complete other direction. Mm. Yeah. Much more conservative, much more traditional. But that's like a And and I don't know, is it a, I don't know, is it this, but one of the uh, suggestions is that uh, is that there's there's no 
place space for them. Space for them to kind of understand their masculinity in a healthy just way. Disenfranchised, yeah. Yeah, in a kind of a healthy and way. It's kind of, of it's just a toxic thing. And, a lot of role models and, and came out of that as and well. Then, like and then Connor, they kind of push back against it. Connor I just don't McGregor. think there's yeah. any uh, need for them to talk, think about their masculinity at all. Just try and be themselves and allow people a space to be themselves, male or female. Masculinity. Is femininity then a contrived concept as well? well yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you're, like, look at the individual. What are they up to? And I think that's, you look at, you look at a child, you look at your son, you look at whoever, and you, say, you, expect, you have expectations of them. Mm. And when they don't meet the expectations of this idea of either masculinity mm. or, or their perfect form, like then, kids aren't then born you're, you're, you're upset no, totally, rather yeah. see them for what they are. Yeah. Just see them for what they are and that's yeah. it. It doesn't have yeah. to be, the, stop categorizing things. And then you talk about neuro, neurodiversity yeah. and like, it's, it's all like, we don't have to have categories for people. Yeah, but people think in terms of categories, and that's historically the why things of like the concept of race is just a concept. It's not we're all the human race. Yeah, so we have to categorize. All right, Michael for Jackson. Power struggles yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Get rid of borders <laughs> and yeah, genders. Countries, countries are just a construct as well. Yeah, religion. <laughs> um, that's deep for Friday. Yeah, that Imagine is deep for Friday. All the people. <laughs> Andrew Porter's your winner of the week. Yes, anyway, yes, yes. He's a good guy. <laughs> Keith, who's your winner of the week? Uh, so I'm going to go for. Um, Dublin and Dublin oh. City County Council or whatever because for the summer they are saying no cars and no you know uh, engines over scooters I suppose electric uh, engines little uh, electric bikes like myself I'll be able to buzz on in around uh, a certain part of the city centre and I think it's amazing I do really feel sorry for delivery uh, people because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be told well you'll have to come in at 3am or you won't have to come up with a system and yeah. you know, that will create expense for people so I understand there's, there's people who are put out by that but I just think it's amazing I can't really fathom or understand why if you even if you go over to Galway they've got Air Square there they've got Shop Street you know there's no real you know car traffic you know it's a terrible place to try and drive through and get yeah. to the other side it's a nightmare <laughs> uh, Dublin I think doesn't have a plaza it doesn't have a central area it doesn't have like it doesn't encourage gathering and sitting and chilling and talking and yeah. having a cup of coffee and finding somewhere to sit and for a long time we, we got rid of benches we put spikes on windowsills you know we didn't want people around and yeah. they're you know encouraging that's people true, to come actually. back there isn't, in, a, there isn't like in a European city you know when you, when you don't know and you're wandering around you get to a point you go oh this is the middle yeah. Yeah. This, is the, this is the center the point now alley or yeah yeah. Yeah. You know, some kind of and, and you're it's like oh, I wonder what that means though in that like I was reading it before I ha don't fully understand where they're trying to block it off I know it's a lot about the keys but it's like just to be selfish I was like mm, how am I going to get to work on Saturday morning at 6am yeah. when my buses aren't turning up or if you're not fully able-bodied or you have a car that is tailored to your needs that, you know, yeah. so there's a lot yeah. of things there's that haven't... There's a lot of things to consider and I think, yeah. uh, I presume buses will be able to, there will be routes and you will be able to get from A to B and that's, that's okay. I they're, think they're that needs of, to be shared, that information well, as well. I, I, think I, think, I don't think be. they know it though, the answer, because we were yeah. talking about it as well during the weekend. People were making the point that, um, you know, say if in your delivery van or your car, you can get to a certain point in the city and then you have to turn around and go back. You can't kind of use it as a thoroughfare. Yeah. Go through, yeah. But, uh, which is fine if that's what people are using for, but some people might have multiple stops. So, I mean, what if you're, you know, you've got to stop in kind of Grafton Street, Temple Bar, then Capel Street and Abbey Street. Mm. I mean, are you meant to get to Temple Bar I and then know. drive all the way out past Houston onto the M50 and back in over again. to the, the, the next exit, uh, the Finglas exit and drive all the way yeah, back? I definitely think there's a there's a gap between the public transport and this idea. But look, something has to happen. And look, I like pedestrianised areas, mm. definitely. But I think blocking off an artery of the city is going to cause a lot of problems. Well, it shouldn't be an artery. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be there. What so should we call like our central square, our plaza? Oh, um, yeah. Palazzo. Uh, Quito. Yeah. Put me on the. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Palazzo Quito. I, I think I should name it. 
After um, yourself. Well, well, maybe. If I can't come up with anything better, I'll, I'll ask ChatGPT. That's it. That's what we do. You ask ChatGPT. ChatGPT Square. Why, why do we get the news headlines from Bernie? The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. Bernie, thank you very much. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder. Keith Walsh, Alison Curtis, both still with me. Do you want to know what ChatGBT came up with? Of course. So the question, this is like polling. It's always important how you frame the question. (laughs) What should we call a new public square in Dublin? Emerald Plaza. Liffey View Square. Phoenix Mm. Square. Cade Mila Square. Oh, I like that. Dublinia Plaza. Liberty Square. Fair City Plaza. Mm. I don't understand this one. Harmony Square. Harmony, no. symbolising unity and oh, diversity yes. in Dublin's community. Like that. Trinity Terrace. No. Mm. I don't think they ever lived in town. <laughs> and then uh, the poor old ChatGPT needs to look at a map. Marion Square, we already yeah. have that. <laughs> Come on. Marion Square 2. Yes. <laughs> Marion Square 2.0. Which one do you live in? The original or the new one? Um, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, that was because Keith's winner of the week is Dublin getting rid of cars. Um, I'll, actually, before you sinner of the week, do you notice anything about me? I've got to give you a moment. Oh. Uh, moisturizer. Yes, Keith. Yes, yes, moisturizer. <laughs> I knew it. I, yeah. I could see it. Yeah, I, walked in the door. I went for whatever was the cheapest per kilogram in <laughs> Dunstores. Nivea? Yeah, uh, no, it was L'Oreal. It's on sale. Oh, very nice. good. Yeah. L'Oreal for men. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. It actually yeah. says men expert, which kind of plays to my real masculine sense <laughs> of intelligence. Is that the masculine aisle? Yeah, it's yeah, in the masculine aisle. Shovels, punching bags, gravel to swallow. Leather waist. Give myself a deep <laughs> voice. Um, do you feel yeah. better? Pipes. Do you feel like when you're talking, you're being <laughs> animated, your face isn't like um, stiff? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, it's obviously working because Keith is very quick off the mark there. Yeah. It just feels nice. Oh, it like just, it yeah. just feels I'm nice. Glowing. Every morning? Um, well, I this morning I came down and I said to my wife, oh, I forgot to put the moisturizer on and I'm not going all the way back up. <laughs> it's not that far. It's a normal <laughs> stairs, I should say. All the way back up. It's all the way up there. In two weeks' time, we're going to hear about a toner. Oh, I'm going to big time, big time. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Alison, your sinner of the week. This Scorpio that came, uh, Scorpion, sorry, that came from Kenya and ended up in Wicklow. Did you hear that? You did. I did, yeah. yeah, Lorraine Dempsey. So basically, the story. Do you know Lorraine Dempsey? You I thought up. that was the name of the Scorpion. That's very specific. Yeah, that's Lorraine Dempsey. Yeah, that was her name. Do we? We don't know her, do we? Um, I don't know. You might know Lorraine yeah. Dempsey. So she was an advocate for children with additional needs for yes, a long time. Sorry. Yeah. And her remember her husband died mm. doing Gale Force or one of those a couple of years yes. ago. Fair. Yeah, so this very is sad. a scary story. Lovely it's woman. Something that happened. A lovely, terrified woman. Yeah. So it was in a woven rug that she picked up in Kenya. Um, the x-rays in the airports didn't pick it up and because the conditions when she got it home and left it in the cupboard, it was like warm and dark. The scorpion was like, I like this. Mm. Survived for two weeks there and then she goes to unpack everything and it runs out. But this is the most terrifying thing, which I know you already know, is that it's scattered and it escaped. And so the whole family had this thing was in the house and they didn't know whether how venomous it was or how poisonous it was. So they basically were looking for it for like a day and a half. Like you wouldn't sleep. 
There's no way. Mm. And then eventually they found it under someone's bed. They used gloves to get it. And it's now, they don't know whether it's a male or female. They know it's a teenage aged Okay, so, they, so it's in the zoo or something? Yeah, it's in Kilkenny, the National Reptile Zoo. Yeah. And being looked after very well there. So I'm sure there's going to be a campaign to name it. But the lesson here is just check your stuff before you pack and before you come home. Yeah, things I, will hitchhike. I think if you think about it, that, that scorpion heard from another scorpion that if you do this, this, and that, you're going to end up in Kilkenny. And he said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. He was like, what invasive species do freak me out. Like we have in our lake in Ontario, I don't own the lake, sorry, near where the cottage is, these things called zebra. Our, for, our fourth house is great yeah. for the cottage. <laughs> zebra slash zebra mussels. We're never there when yes, I was younger. Heard of them. Those things are lethal. Like I have a scar on my arm from last summer, like where I just did a little dive in and caught my arm on them. Like they cluster on a rock and okay. they're sharp as a razor. You know that kind of cut? Yeah. It's gross, but it's so deep it doesn't actually bleed for a second and then you're like oh this is going to be bad oh it's really yeah sore. but yeah. we never had them in the lake when we were younger but now then they're, they're very um, they push out the native uh, yeah. species as well Invasive and they take over kind of freak me out yeah. not keep me up at night but freak me out yeah it is bad but I mean you know what about borders and countries you know what I mean are they not free to travel as well you <laughs> yeah, know what I exactly. mean just yeah construct. exactly they, that's, that's the like, problem with your contrived just, uh, nation <laughs> states construct you know I'm, I mean? I'm build a wall I did um, I did I did unpack my I did a bit of travelling and when I was younger and I did unpack my uh, backpack somewhere and unrolled a thing and there was a flattened scorpion. There oh was God. a no way. Yeah, there was, yeah. So yeah. it didn't survive. Didn't no, take it to Kilkenny. Oh my God. It's like, I thought I'd go back to Kilkenny. But this one apparently is slightly venomous, but it would affect your breathing for a little while, which is freaky as it is, but yeah. then it wouldn't kill you. You're like, oh God. I, the most relatable part of that story though from Lorraine is that she went back to unpack two weeks later. Yeah. Which I, I really identified with yeah. as I, I I know that feeling know that. in the corner of the room. Also, oh, where's that jump? Oh, that's where that jumper is. It's in there, isn't it? Ah, oh, just leave it. I'll wear something else. It's terrifying though. Some of the stuff is still in the bag when you go off to go again. Do you know yeah, I know. Mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you haven't been able to find socks yeah. for weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think um, that it might be a little indication as to maybe the heating's up too hot much, you know what I mean? Ooh. The are too yeah. hot. Come on, guys. <laughs> the environment's something, something. Uh, Keith, who's your sinner of the week? Well, I mean, you talked about it. Yesterday, was it? Thin Air? Oh, yeah, Thin yeah. Air. Yeah, Thin Air, I think. Uh, thin Air, quit. somebody texting in, yeah. Um, so, do you know about this? They're going to measure passengers as they yeah. get on a plane, and I presume they'll have to carry their bags as they stand on the weighing scales. Uh, by the way, when you go to the Iron Islands, you have to stand on weighing scales with your bag. Because yeah. they have to know, you know, the weight of the plane and they'll have yeah. to. Yeah, because so they, apparently they can't, the smaller the plane, the less safe it is to just use the averages because obviously okay. one or two people could skew it yeah. and have much more of an impact. So when you get on the plane, they've assigned seats based on your size and Oh my God. Weight. Yeah. I haven't weighed myself in 12 years. I never weigh myself. Great woman, Alison. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's brilliant. I, never weigh yourself. Yeah. yeah there's a, the clothes a, still fit. That's yeah. all that matters. All it does is make you feel bad. You're never pleasantly surprised when, no. you, when you weigh yourself. <laughs> yeah, but and then you you feel perfectly good and healthy and happy with yourself. And then you stand there and this arbitrary, well, it's not arbitrary yeah. number, it reflects your weight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not, a number, but it just, um, it's, it's not important. But yeah, but suddenly then it becomes a thing to fixate on. But they've changed in the GP's office as well. Sorry, cutting across you, Keith. That the last time I was in for whatever the annual, they're like, do you want to be weighed? And I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. So they yeah. give you an option now. That's good is, because it's because I know it's up from before, but I don't need <laughs> yeah, to know exactly yeah. how much. But it isn't. A, it isn't. It isn't a problem, and it shouldn't be a problem no. as long as you're fit, as long as you're exercising. It doesn't matter what your weight are, and I mean, you know, like it, it just has become a thing. And there's a great podcast out that people should listen to, and this is about fat phobia and where it came from, and the origins go back to 
the uh, it, it's kind of goes back to slavery and another thing to say about the black person and why yeah. they also aren't you know that's okay if we use them as slaves and there's the, the, the depiction of the big you know uh, uh, black mother who yeah. was like you know the bosom and, and they were yeah. you know they were they they were too big and they were kind of lazy and this is part of the narrative yeah. and then it just kind of crept into all of society that if you're this big the there was a very sort of um, toxic man <laughs> back in at the turn of the century you, you'll hear all about it in the podcast who he he just came up with this um, measurement right based on I think it was Belgian or Finnish soldiers right at the age of 22 this is the ideal weight you know for for people, for men, you know, and that was, and that yeah. we're still basing everything on that. The BMI idea. Yeah, so, yes, exactly. So we base everything, weight, what we should be, or the BMI, all the kind of stuff, all those measurements on some lads who are in the army who are 21 back at the turn of the century That's and we're crazy. still basing it on that. So he didn't, this is, and just two European men. So he never looked at like Korea or Africa or... Or women. Or women <laughs> or the islands or... Do you know what I mean? It was just literally two guys and we're still... Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. It's not true. And it, the problem is when big people come in, bigger people come into a doctor and they have a problem, the doctor tends to say, um, well, look, you need to lose a bit of weight first and then we look at it. But if a slim person comes in with a problem, that's not part of the conversation. But you have as many unhappy slim pers- people and unhealthy slim people yeah. as you have larger, you know, and you have very happy slim, you know, it, it's not a thing and it, it's just mm. a shame thing. And actually telling people that they're, they're over the BMI kind of tends to make them feel bad about themselves. And then there's a sort of a, well, you know, feck it, you know, and, and it can yeah. make them sort of, it just makes it worse. It doesn't mm. make it better. It's not helpful. And... Uh, yeah, we need to just think, think again idea. about that whole idea. Yeah, and I think I think uh, this thin air thing is really bad. So they're weighing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's discrimination. Mm. Yeah, and and they could say, well, it's based on health, but it's not. Yeah. Mm. No. Anyway, look, that's on that podcast. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm just relaying someone else's information. No, I, I said yesterday I thought it was a great idea. I was going to start an airline and do this myself <laughs> until somebody texted in and pointed out skinny short people would just keep flying with me because yeah. they, get, <laughs> they get discounts and then I'd be broke. Well, I, I, would have thought, I would have thought I would have thought that stuff was real before as a yeah. younger man, you know, so I'm I'm also glad to dispel that a myth. A bit thick. Yeah. Keith and Alison are going to stay with me. We'll be back with the last bit of the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and you know what time it is. It's the last bit of the show. Ignition sequence start. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yes, it is the last bit of the show. Alison Curtis is still with me and Keith Walsh. Actually, Alison, what's on your show this weekend? Billy D. Williams. Oh, yes. known as Lando from Star Wars. Yay. Yay. I'm thinking he might be my oldest guest I've ever had. He's How old is he? six. Is he? Yeah. So he's a brand new book out. And it's a little glint in his eye, though, I'd say. He's hilarious. Like, he's a real, he's a thinker. He's really thinking. Anyway, he's great and uh, yeah, talks of course about Star Wars and how he finally had to tell people that he didn't really betray Han Solo because it's a goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in the movie he did. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's still I know. a traitor. I mean, that's that's what's yeah. important. I mean, we don't really care about your problem. What, like, whatever, Billy like, like, like D. Exactly what Lando world. would say. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really do it. <laughs> yeah, so that's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Um, the Super Bowl, looking forward to it? 
I'm not going to stay up to watch it, but my favorite thing about the Super Bowl is the ads. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Not even. Stay up for, do we see the, the ads? ads here? If you watch it here, yes. do we see the US ads? There's yeah. loads of them going out already. They've oh, already. right. So the most talked about one right now is the Uber Eats one, which is don't forget Uber Eats. And it features like David Beckham and Victoria Beckham and then Jennifer and Ross. Or oh, David. I heard about this where yeah. uh, Ro- like Jennifer, she doesn't remember yeah. David Schwimmer. Like, is so that it's it? like you move that information out of your brain because you're only concentrating on Uber Eats. So he's like, did we? She's like, how do we know each other? We worked together for 10 years. You still don't know. No, I just don't have an idea. Like all that kind of stuff and it's just they're so creative and they're like the biggest thing for companies obviously in a, in a year and they don't obviously appear every year but it's 100 million people going to be watching it and it costs 7 million or you pay the advertiser pays 7 million for the for spot. A 30 second spot <sighs> Jeez. And then, th- then there's whatever you pay for making the app. Exactly, wow. and like they're like mini movies, and they're they're really clever. But all, so I've watched about twelve of them already because you can watch them all online. <laughs> watching the ads I in advance it, of the show—it's so random. But no, it's like I, <laughs> Mad Men's my favorite show. I love the concepts of what goes into yeah. ads, mm. and I think it's anyway. There's one for Mountain Dew, which is do you know Aubrey Plaza. As an actress, she was, yeah. yeah, and she's like the dark little witch. She's not like bubbly. And she's like, hi, I'm America's sweetheart. And they're like talking about, <laughs> and Nick Offerman appears in it as well. So oh, talking yeah. About they were Mountain together Dew. in Parks and Rec. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. And then the best one I saw was the Bic Lighter. So it's Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg are friends anyway. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are friends. And basically Willie Nelson, I'm not spoiling it, but yeah, he yeah, steals yeah. Snoop Dogg's new easy lighter. And he's like lighting up a barbecue, lighting up candles and all stuff. And it's like Snoop Dogg's like, give me back my lighter. Mm-hmm. So it's just, they're clever. So yeah. all signs are they're staying away from controversy because there were some problems last year with some of the ads. So I love them. It's 20 years since uh, the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, two full like decades. Anniversary? Oh, yeah, God. it's an anniversary are they this year. celebrating it? They are. Is everyone going to drop the, <laughs> the, drop, the, drop the, the niche? Sure. The, 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 the other side will malfunction. It'll be the same. <laughs> I don't think people drop are excited about Usher this year, though. Like, no. it's one of those halftime. Like, that's the other big talking point. They that. don't get paid for the halftime show. It's exposure. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, is exposure going to pay my bills? And they're like, well, yeah, probably. but so apparently, yeah, it is exposure. Don't care about Usher, really. People are just going to want to see Tay-Tay in the stands. That's going to be the big talking You can bet on how... Often, Kuon was telling me how often Taylor will appear on the big screen in the she's match. She's in Tokyo right now, though, I thought. So she, she's going to have to jet Will she get back in time? That's what I'm That's the big worry. Oh, my God. That is the big worry. But I think the favourite... like planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite movies of all time. I think she, if I was on television, I would do like 24-hour Tay-Tay watch between now and the Super Bowl and, and like... Make sure. Just to like say where she, she, where is she now. Well, actually, she might sue you if you do that, though. Would she? Because the oh, guy... Yeah. It was following her private jet. She sold one off as a reaction to it. And she's like, I'm going to see you if you keep talking about that. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the guy do, who was, he was tracking Elon Musk. Same yeah. guy, yeah. What yeah. I do is send a reporter to take the same route as her and follow the reporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the ads are going to be great. The ads are going to be great. I'd love to, I'd love to work in that environment because I used to work in advertising marketing. And like, you know, if you pitch something with uh, David yeah. Beckham and, you know, whoever, Jennifer, whoever, one of the Jennifers. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it was never going to happen. But, you know, it was always nice to dream. Yeah. But to work somewhere and go, oh yeah, we, might say, literally no, have... we could get Jennifer Whitmore, the politician. Would that, would that, would that do? Actually, no she's outside her price range. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith, you want to use this to platform a no, business idea? No, come on, guys. This, this is a great idea I had and I want to share it with you. And I shameless. Think... You should TM it first, though. Have What's you? that mean? Trademark it. No, oh, I don't care. Mr. IRM. Anybody. I don't know about TM. TM is a construct. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is a called, theme. It's called the hen. No, let me, let me get this right. Hen, hen party, the podcast, right? Oh, wow. Okay. So if you've got a hen weekend on, right? 
me or someone else can do it will go down. And you know the way they, they have all these activities now. So it's not just about the the boozing. Yeah. Uh, they have the activities. So you Gotta can expect like, you to strip Keith. You can do a, you can do a live, <laughs> I mean, live, live, break it to you. live sketching with a nude Take model. Take it off. Be like the mass singer. Take it off. I've taken everything off. Uh, so, um, you know, you can do that. You can do life drawing. You can do pottery. You can do... You can so you're recording all this. You know they want what no. goes on the road stays on the no. road mentality for it's hens like, and stags. They, they're trying to find wholesome stuff. So basically, we get everyone into a room and they all record this podcast, which is about the bride, how they know her, like ah. funny stories, the, the good stories, the bad stories, you know, the laughs, the the, the highs, the lows, yeah. all the stories from all the party. And then the bride talks about, you know, life so far, her friends around her, you know, the, the, so the road ahead. Time capsule. Yeah, and then they get the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's not really a podcast. And then they get their own very, very own podcast from the weekend uh, given to them at the end. That's a good what idea. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it is shameless that you've used this as a platform to... <laughs> it was not about me. It was about the idea. Oh, like, yeah. You got, I was thinking about... Oh, the, why funny do you want to share uh, it? It's not about me. Do we know anyone here who's in the podcasting space who's, <laughs> who does about, this as a business? I was thinking mm. about your listenership and what they'd be interested in <laughs> and helping you with the Jane Lores. Come on, guys. Mm. If you like the idea <laughs> of Head Party the Podcast, you can find Keith on social media at Keith Walsh. Uh, Let me just say it was better than the other idea I had. So, you know, I won in the end. <laughs> oh, God, that was better. Keith Walsh, the writer and broadcaster, Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. Thank you both very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.